Join Edwin Frondozo on the Business Leadership Podcast every week for a unique program featuring insights and actionable items from the world's most successful business leaders. Hear firsthand the exclusive interviews and personal journeys on how today's transformational leaders made it to the top. Um, And this is not me selling or pitching or anything of that nature, but I find that a lot of business leaders and entrepreneurs are good at doing the thing, but they're not so much winning in their lives. Like, get in the game. Stop pontificating about it. Stop theorizing about it. Stop planning about it. Stop whiteboarding. Like, just stop and try something. Mm -hmm. I think so many people are so afraid to take that initial leap and get their hands dirty and their face dirty. And I think that's the number one thing that most people are missing is action. Action, action, action. This is the Business Leadership Podcast, and I'm your host, Edwin Frondozo. Thank you for joining me. This is episode number 75, and I'm excited to share the conversation I had with Alexi Panos and Preston Smiles. As the co-founders and co-creators of The Bridge Method, they have supported hundreds of thousands of people who have dramatically changed their lives by participating in their various programs and workshops all over the world. Both Preston and Alexi released their first solo books in June 2016, and their first collaborative book, Now or Never, in January 2017. In our conversation, we discover the number one key ingredient to all of life and how Alexi finds her deeper sense of worth. We dig deep and discuss how Preston beat out his limiting belief and lastly was the number one thing people are missing. The opportunity was presented to me to to meet with Alexi and Preston one day And I had to be ready to meet with them the next day. So I hope you enjoy this conversation as I truly did. This episode is powered by Startup Canada, a national social enterprise supporting and giving a voice to entrepreneurs through online programs, national awards, flagship events, partnerships with private sector and government to foster a community for startup and small business success around the country. The Business Leadership Podcast is a friend of the ITWC Podcast Network and supported by our media partner, IT World Canada. Now, here we go. Welcome to the Business Leadership Podcast, guys. Thanks so much. Ooh, ooh. We're rocking in the living room right Let's now. Get it. We're, we're in the living room. <laughs> we're living in the Toronto. We uh, This just happened. This just yes. flowed. Thank you. Common friend of ours, Teresa. She uh, she just put this together. It just happened a couple hours ago. So Teresa is magic. She, she is. is magic. Teresa Lareko. She's just listen here, and you'll hear more about her. She's as a little we, crazy too. So she's not she's not looking at us at all right no, now. No, she's not. Nope. She's not staring directly at us at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this is gonna be fun. This is gonna be fun. I, I'm gonna have a blast on this. But Alexi Preston. Maybe if you could start off about introducing yourselves for those who may not know who you are. Tell us a little bit something about who the both of you are when you're not building, growing your own businesses. And maybe, and maybe, maybe I'll let you guys get into that. I'll start with you, Alexi. Yeah. Um, I always love this question because I find it really hard to label myself. Like in, even in my business, I consider myself an artist and that looks like multiple different businesses, a membership site, um, 
business mastermind, bridge experience, which is live workshops, books, seminars, speaking, all the things. Um, but who I am off of the business grid. Exactly. Who, is, who is you? Who are you? Yeah. Like who am I is, um, it's that artist. It's like truthfully somebody who's so committed to exploring the different facets of life. Um, exploring not just the facets of life, but the facets of self and how the self relates to life. And mm -hmm. I think that's where my, my drive and my passion for business comes from is I've grown and learned so much about myself through my own exploration. And that has led me to want to share that with others. So I truthfully, truthfully, truthfully love this thing called life. I want to squeeze the juice. That's so, amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. How about you, Preston? Yeah. Um, I mean, where's, where to start? I'm a sex panther. I am <laughs> love manifest. Uh, I am a unique emanation of the most high. I am perfect, whole and complete, but not finished. I am, um, someone who is, um, I'm, I'm going to talk about my interest. I'm not going to use the word I am. I am interested in the human condition. I am interested in nature and how, uh, it, can teach us about how to be interdependent as uh, a human species. I'm interested in surfing. I'm interested in um, smacking my wife's ass who's right next to me. He and very in that. I <laughs> touch her butt like 19 times a day. Like 20 minutes ago, I was touching her butt. Um, True story. I am interested in my son's smile. Uh, there's something about his smile that's like medicine to my heart. And um, I think one of my, my biggest interests is uh, really lighting myself on fire such that I can be a beacon for other people to find their own light. No, that's, that's amazing. Really, really, really inspirational. And one thing you did, you quickly mentioned Preston and for both of you, one thing that I know a new journey that you're going on and, and we hear him, we hear yeah. your son just, just in the next room here. I mean, this is a whole new journey as well of being, being parents. Yeah. I'd love to know a bit like how, how your life changed a bit as that happened, because people who are listening might be just, just having a, a child mm -hmm. right now or deciding not to have one based on <laughs> based on our answer no or sure. all the stuff that people <laughs> yeah, yeah, say yeah. about it yeah. yeah i mean everything has changed and uh, to say it's changed for the better would be an understatement he has like totally rocked our world and we thought because we're in this work of like personal transformation and like expressiveness we thought we were loving like we're we are like we are loving we are on fire then he came and our hearts exploded. And um, honestly, like it, it is realigned everything for us. It has had us reassess every decision that we make. All of a sudden, you know, all the things we used to say yes to, it's like a no first because he is just, he is our world right now. And and through him, truthfully, it, it impassions us in what we do because we've been chatting about it. Like, he is our future. And we think about the future that he's going to live into and the world that he's going to inherit from us. We got to get busy. Yeah, no, you, so there's shivers going down my back as, as you explain that, because my life got flipped upside down with my daughter as well. I used to be out. I live right down to Tor Toronto. I used to be out at events every night. <laughs> I used to be working through the weekend. Yeah. And it took me a while as the father because the first six months, it's all about it's all about mom. Mm -hmm. Like let, let's get real here. <laughs> like the father is not real in the baby's <laughs> life until about six to eight months, and they're like, "Oh, actually, I've seen you around. Dad, <laughs> I've seen you dad. around before. Oh, you're still here. Are you my <laughs> uncle or are you my dad? Which one are you? We should maybe get to know each other. <laughs> yeah. It's. I mean, it's an amazing journey. I love it, and and yet 
and I'm, I'm sure you guys are, are learning and it's, it's just a beautiful thing being a parent and stuff. But, yeah. uh, yeah, it got flipped upside down. It took me a while, mm-hmm. but now weekends, I don't do anything. It's yeah. all family time. Yeah. Yeah. It's sacred time. Evenings. It has to be really makes sense when I'm away from, yes, away from the family. Yeah. I mean, last night I was in an event with Teresa and, so my wife today, mm-hmm. she's like, you know, Jade cried looking for you last oh. night. Mm. I'm like, why did you just tell me this? Broken. <laughs> Heart <laughs> broken. Immediately. Yeah, yeah. Right now in this moment. But let's stop there because I probably could talk with my daughter for an hour on a whole episode and, <laughs> yeah. and, and still not get anywhere. So, <laughs> so let's just jump back to both of you. I'd love to just to dig a bit deeper in terms of in terms of both of your work. I know you guys do many things together, and, and you just all have separate things that that's going on. But maybe if you could let us know, hey, what what you're up to now, and what you're trying to accomplish in the next, I will say six to twelve months. I don't know how mm. if that's far or not far. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's different for everyone. Yeah. Um, okay. So so for me, th- there's there's really two things. And the two things is one thing, right? Everything I do is about personal freedom, personal power. Now, how that manifests itself in the world, one, I have a, 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 a six-month total freedom boot camp called Stretch 22, and I'm in the process of making that evergreen so people can join it at any point. So, mm-hmm. for me, it's about creating and leveling up my business to a point where it is so predictable um, and that I could use more of that for um, bringing more life to my genius and hiring more people. Right now, I have about 15 coaches that work uh, under me and side by side with me. So, that's one. The, the second one is uh, I'm the founder of something called the CMB, which is Conscious Man Brotherhood. CMB has a man cave. Man cave is a three months rites of passage. It's, uh, it happens virtually, but we also find a way to get into the same space if we're in the same city. So those two things for me, that's the focus. Make those like, um, deeply predictable, right? Cause I think this is one of the biggest issues with entrepreneurs in general. You know, I, I've had hundred thousand dollar months and I've had $5,000 month. You know what I mean? Like I'll go from like big jumps, right? And I think that a lot of us, you know, get in trouble because we cannot predict, right? What, what cannot be uh, measured cannot be managed. And so I'm in the game of doubling back, coming back to the foundations and the roots of my business and making sure that it is predictable and sustainable. So that's, that's like where my head is right now. And the overarching goal for me is to create a dent in the universe as it pertains, especially to men's work and, um, create a space for men. Cause as we know, men are, you know, they commit suicide a lot more than women. Uh, men typically die before women because they're so, um, unexpressed and repressed. And most of the violence that we see on our planet is at the hands of men because they're so, uh, repressed and unexpressed. And so for me, there's this gaping hole where, um, somebody who cares enough and somebody who has the business savvy and the actual uh, balls, and I mean man balls and lady balls, to uh, step in um, gets to do it. And I feel like that's my calling. Yeah. So, I mean, just on that point, and it sounds like, I mean, I talk to many entrepreneurs, even business leaders as well, when organizations plateau to that. To that. So, it sounds like you're, you're 
consciously now taking that step back to take two steps forward yes. to ensure that to ensure the growth. So, 200 steps forward. 200 steps. I can I like see that. it. It's clear. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. So so for those listeners out there like like what's that what's that vision when you go I know I know you mentioned you know help everyone and do that like what is that next steps and how could anyone or even myself or anyone in the community help you get to that to that spot? Absolutely, man. I mean, here's the thing. Um, and this is not me selling or pitching or anything of that nature, but I find that a lot of business leaders and entrepreneurs, um, are good at, at doing the thing, but they're not so much winning in their lives. And a lot of their happiness is dictated on numbers and things that are outside of themselves. And so the reason why I didn't go B to B and I went B to P, which is business to personal is because I believe that a lot of people are missing the number one key ingredient to all of life, which is your own personal freedom and your own personal power. A lot of people, you know, um, talk to me and they're like, bro, you're like super passionate all the damn time. Like how would, like some of you guys are probably listening to this going like, bro, just talk a little softer. <laughs> right? <laughs> However, I'm amped night. Like I'd say, I'd say it's like, Maybe there's no off button like 80 20 like 80 percent of the time i'm like this yeah. right and it's because i'm so fired up about this thing it's it's like you know like charlie in the chocolate factory or like or like i feel like i found the golden ticket and like i could either keep the ticket and just like do whatever with it or i can you know shout it from the mountaintops and be like bro i got the golden ticket now let's all take the same damn ticket and free ourselves because if i am happy based on how much money, based on how many customers, based on how many followers, based on the system working, then my I am a slave to those things. And when if slash when, because everything on the planet is always transitioning, when that goes away or goes to below a standard that I deem safe, then my happiness goes as well. So how you help me is if you are listening to this and you're an entrepreneur or you're somebody who's like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm checking the boxes off. You know, it it kind of feels good, but it's dictated on that. Go get in the fucking gym with someone like myself or somebody who can support you in breaking free so that everything else is a is the cherry on top. It is the byproduct of your own personal freedom and not the whole damn cake. I love it, man. I love it. I'm all charged up right now. <laughs> I don't even think... I don't even think I could sleep tonight. Now, That's amazing. Fire. That's crazy. Um, thank you for sharing that. I really appreciate that. I, I just want to, you know, give me, give you an opportunity, Alexi, to to also share because yeah. I'm really interested to know what what, what do you really focus on and, and what you're trying to do in the next next I'll say half a year. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. My journey is very similar to Preston's, mm -hmm. and because our little son came into our world, everything whirlwind. Mm -hmm. And for me, that meant pulling the handbrake on massive momentum moving forward and really going, okay, hold on. Let me check in with all my offers. What feels aligned? What feels completely out of alignment? Where's my highest service right now? And what do I need to double down on? So mm. it's about foundation. It's about going and making sure that foundation is so strong so that baby number two, if all goes well, mm. can come in without a glitch and we can still move forward with a lot of time freedom, which is important to us. Um, so that looks like my business mastermind, which I'm super stoked about. It's my second year running women only. Sorry, guys. Um, and that is really cool because for me, I created it out of a pain that I was experiencing where there's a very masculine way to do business and it's hustle, 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 go, go, go. 
And I'm programmed to move that way. So I got caught up in more and more and more and more and more and was checking all the boxes, doing all the things, making the money, but deeply out of alignment. And I felt into myself, like if, if I'm doing this thing, if I'm creating money, if I'm creating impact, if I'm doing all the things right, but yet I'm still not feeling satiated at the end of the day, something's off. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to create a different model, especially for women to come together in collaboration where we're working together, unified, we're supporting each other, we're helping each other rise, but also keeping ourselves deeply accountable for alignment. Alignment first, lifestyle and vision first, and then business and impact second. So that's really huge for me. No, that's amazing. And I'm really interested because, because I'm, a, I'll say a year and a half ahead of you being new parents. Yeah. So, you know, I, I you like got to some say, skin in the game. Re- recently I said I'm a two year old father now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, um, um, you know, I look at my wife and I saw how her values changed because she was a really yes. a type A person. She's just working and now everything, you know, everything she does, everything it's focused on that. So was there, some changes, and I know you said some, there was really a lot of realignment be, yeah. being a mother. I know because it's just like I was there for my for Jade's birth. I see. I mean, my whole life just got whacked on the mm-hmm. head. I'm like <laughs> uh, women are amazing, and that's <laughs> it. Like this is crazy stuff. Like yeah. that stuff. Like so, how how did that really affect you? Yeah, in terms of that. I mean, it changed everything. First of all, it reminded me how powerful women are, and how we are literally the gateway to creativity, and how shut down that was in me when I was really in my masculine and I was super type A. Mm-hmm. And the pregnancy process was such a reminder to me that if the seed is planted and the environment is taken care of, get out of the damn way and let nature do the rest. Let the world and flow and alignment do the rest. And and that really like sank in for me and clicked because I was like, you know what? I've been pushing with so much resistance uphill for so long and struggling and struggling and struggling. There's an easier way to do this. And that way is the way that we're all supposed to be working. It's how we're built, right? So that number one set in for me. Number two, I deeply, deeply, deeply had my values in check. When our son came along, it was like, Okay, here's what matters. I want to show up a certain way for him. And that, that means I don't want to be on my phone doing Instagram updates and all the things all the time. I want to be present and I don't want him to see mom always working. So that just had me reassess everything. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you guys, you guys are really amazing. I'm still pretty, pretty, pretty happy that I'm here sitting, sitting in the room with you guys as you guys are here in Toronto. I know, I know this is a stop to, to other things as well, Mm -hmm. but, uh, I'm really, I'm really curious if you could share with us some key decisions. Ideally, there, there might have been a difficult decision. It could be present. It could be the last five, 10 years that either of you had to make that really made you grow as a business leader. Mm. I'll, I'll start with you, Alexi. Yeah. I mean, mine was recent. It was what, three weeks ago in yep. Greece. We yep. were in Mykonos in Greece and we had both decided about two months ago to work with a business coach and drop about 90k to work with this coach um, to take us to the seven figure mark across all of our businesses mm-hmm. and we're in Mykonos I've got some time we're you know spaciousness laying on the beach in paradise in paradise <laughs> like actually having space in my brain and we're talking about baby number two mm-hmm. and it hit me that if I really want to create the spaciousness for baby number two 
I can't think about scaling my business right now. Like as much as I want to, my ego is like scale, 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 of scale, course. right? Yeah. <laughs> like the momentum's growing. That type A person in me is like, go, 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 go. Why like, slow it down? Yeah. yeah. And, and the soul was requiring something deeper for me. And the soul said, just stop, like breathe. You have time. Like the momentum's not going anywhere. You got this, Lex. And my ego's like, yeah, but are you sure? There's so much momentum right now. Like you're growing like crazy. Now's the time. Double down, legs, double down. And so I pulled out of, of working with this gentleman and it was a big decision. Like it was really hard on my ego. You, you, you lose some sleep on this? I, big time. Right. Big time yeah. because my soul was asking something of me that my ego didn't want to do. And mm. usually those decisions are a lot easier, but this decision was, it was multifaceted in the sense where I, as a woman, have the programming where you don't need anybody to take care of you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, take care of yourself. Your husband takes care of himself. You come together. You're powerful together. And so now it's like, ooh, okay, my business is going to make less money. You know, it's yeah. like, ooh, oh, that kind of feels interesting, yeah. you know? And, and it's also a conversation of, okay, I'm the one who's used to like go, go, go and defining myself by my go and by my check marks and by my accomplishments. Mm -hmm. What if I accomplished the same or less than what I accomplished last year? Like, I've never put myself in that situation because I've always been on an upward trajectory. So now I've really got to check in and find a different sense, a deeper sense of my worth outside of what I've done and what I'm doing and what I'm up to in the world. So it's it's been really interesting to navigate and I'm still in it. Um I feel really happy with my decision and my ego flares up when he's like working on stuff and like the coach is sending him stuff to scale. I'm like, Hey, fill this thing out. And I'm like, Oh, what's that? Should I be like, maybe I should be doing that. <laughs> you know, I'm like, no, Lexi, focus, focus. We don't need more. Like slow down. Less is more. Less is more. <laughs> I mean, you know, what's really interesting and fascinating is how you brought up the check marks and it's, it's what Preston was saying. Yeah. If you like, if you're just dealing with the check marks and you're still not happy, then totally. you really do you know, put the brakes on. Totally. And stop. And, and I'm sure you're still, like you said, the ego still in check. You still want you to go. And yeah. we may not know how this turns out for another sick, like how this decision really turns out. And you might have to revisit this soon. Yeah. In, in well, you know, what's, it, you know what's interesting? It's like, it's even with the check marks, like I was happy, but it wasn't ever enough. So it was like the happiness was good, but it wasn't ever enough. Mm -hmm. And, and P and I have been having this conversation recently where it's like, we get the game, like we get the system, right? The system is society tells you you want more. You're always going to want more. So you're always going to have to keep buying and consuming and creating. You'll never get there. Never get there. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, so let's just opt out of the game and say, okay, this is what we want. And as soon as we have that, we're good, which we're there. And now everything else is icing on the cake. So mm -hmm. I have to keep just reminding myself of that, which is like, it's good. No, I mean, that. well, I'm happy that... That difficult decision was just three weeks ago. So oh that, my gosh, yeah. That's amazing. How about yourself, Preston? Well, yeah, I'll piggyback that just because there was a lot there for me as well. Um, you know, there's a lot of upside to being an entrepreneurial couple. And a part of that for me was I could always count on sharing some of the, like, what it cost with her and our other business. So we have three businesses. There's mine. Alexis and then the one we share together. And those three businesses last year did like 1.63 something, right? And that, and, and like, 
So, so us making the decision to get mentorship and coaching for $90,000, I've never spent that much on anything, anything, right? But knowing that all three businesses were going to pay for it made it like, okay, this is a little safe. Well, when my wife, you know, made her decision, which was to pull the brakes on it and then to pull the brakes on the other business as well, now it's just my business paying $90,000, <laughs> which brought up all kinds of stuff around, you know, um, is this stupid? Am I wasting my time? What if I'm the one person that this thing doesn't work with? Like all of this um, worthiness, which, which I find a lot of people have. You know, I, I share this story sometimes. It's um, like that imposter syndrome almost. Absolutely. Comes, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I had, um, I think it was, it wasn't last year, the year before that we were speaking, um, at a conference. And at the conference, it was Jack Canfield, it was, um, Ty Lopez, Grant Cardone, um, what's John Asaroff, and, uh, a few other amazing, like, powerhouse people, and Alexi and I. And, I noticed that when they announced it and they had our pictures next to them, this like, like underground surge of like, you're not good enough came through. And then there was a point when we were about to speak and we're in the back and John Asaroff's talking to us and, um, we're friends with Jack Canfield and there's like, this is the thing that, I, and then I noticed like, I had this whole story about like, you don't belong here. Like, this is business and nobody believes black skinny kids for business, mm-hmm. right? This is a white man's sport. And all of this like crazy stuff starts shooting through my head. And beating that, beating that that voice and that white noise is really more powerful than me spending $90,000 on coaching. Because mindset, right? I think it was uh, Jesus that said, it is done unto you as you believe, right? We know and have heard a million different ways that your thoughts become things and you create your own reality. However, some of us don't understand, and I would be one of those people at times, that when we add a lot of emotion to certain thoughts, it like it like um, propels it and makes it even realer for us. And that's all we can see because there's a part of our brain that uh, called the reticular activating system that literally filters in and filters out stuff. And then, you know, for me, thinking about, like, the implications of me dimming my light based on a story. Now, does the story have valid... Is is it a valid story? It could be to an extent. Yes, I was in special education. Yes, based on the way that business is set up right now, the predominant picture that we see in TV and film and, um, you know, social media is this white man who's dominating everything. So, of course, those things can be valid, but does that have to be true for me? And so, long story short, the $90,000 was a big deal. And the thing I do want you to know is that there was a point when I was going to ask for a discount. And then I realized that um, asking for a discount was scarcity. And, you know, how we begin things has a big impact on how they sort of uh, continue unless something really powerful comes in and shakes them up. And so I went through this whole, like, am I worth it? Is the business worth it? Am I screwing my family? This is like a big Hail Mary right here. What if I spend all this money? Which, you know, like the blessing is I had it. The scary thing is, is that 
I spend all this money and it doesn't work. And then my wife just said, oh, I'm not going to, you know, scale either. And then we're just, you know, we do the worst case scenarios in our head, <laughs> which takes us to sleeping on the ground in, you know, in yeah. LA and <laughs> we're a bum happen. family and we're, you know, like it's ridiculous. <laughs> so all that to say, man, um, I think it's, it was more important and it's something I continuously am working through around beating the mindset that I'm not good enough, smart enough, whatever enough. Yeah, no, I could totally relate to that. I mean, I, I host a podcast on business leadership and many of the leaders on the other side of the mic mm. is typically does not look like mm-hmm. an Asian, yeah. Filipino, mm-hmm. yeah. five foot six. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's funny. And I, and I go through those, I go through those emotions as well. So I really appreciate you sharing that with us today. So, what do you think? Not sure if you could tell how so into I was with, with everything they were saying during our conversation. These, these two people, pretty amazing. And I'm so happy, so grateful that I got the opportunity to not only speak with them, to meet them, but also to share this conversation with you. By the way, I have recently launched a Facebook group called the Business Leadership Group, where emerging leaders can learn, share, and network with each other. Join me there where I will share some daily insights, answer questions, and just connect people if they're looking for some help. Go to thebusinessleadership.com slash FB group or search for the Business Leadership Group in Facebook. Now let's get back to it. For both of you, both of you guys are amazing thought leaders, especially in the space of personal development. And you hear from, and you probably get a lot of people reaching out to you like, I want to be like you too. You guys are (laughs) amazing. Like, how do we, what do we do to be you? People must say that. So I really wanted to just, just, just get, just take off the layers and and just really share what it really takes to be a business leader or an entrepreneur. Yeah, Yeah. I want to just start with like one of our biggest mottos is get in the game. Like get in the game. Stop pontificating about it. Stop theorizing about it. Stop planning about it. Stop whiteboarding. Like just stop and try something. Mm -hmm. I think so many people are so afraid to take that initial leap and get their hands dirty and their face dirty that they sit in wonder for for weeks, for months, for years sometimes and go, oh, well, I have this idea, but I'm waiting for X, Y, and Z versus actually going, you know what? I have this idea. I'm going to try something, get some feedback, and then take another action. And I think that's the number one thing that most people are missing is action. Action, action, action. That's huge. Yeah. And just, just getting in there. And I know, I know even for myself, a lot of people start asking me, how do you, how do you start the podcast? How yeah. do you do that? And I, I advise a lot of startups as well. And, and people are always trying to get that perfect product out yes. or trying to make it look perfect. Yep. Yeah. Before they even know if they have a market. Before they even, you know, talk to, they just want yeah. to get people's, uh, you know, opinions. What do you think about this? Yeah. No one's going to tell you, you know, if they're your friends or family. <laughs> well, that's a great idea until you yeah. ask them, how much would you pay for it? Right. Yeah. Like, ask that question. Yeah. They just get, get started. Yeah. Test the product. I want to share. I think that one of the biggest things that it takes is, um, the emotional and mental fortitude of, being okay with not knowing how the whole thing is going to unfold. 
I think that most people say they want to be leaders. They say they want to be entrepreneurs, but they want a pre-written script that is a guarantee. The how-to. Yes. Yeah, they want that. So, and they the want the, the this, perfect journey too. Exactly. <laughs> they want to come out totally unscathed. Yeah. <laughs> what makes, what makes, you know, what it takes to be us, what it takes to be really them. Cause there's only one of you. Yeah. Exactly, we can right? only live our own path. <laughs> it, it's not a matter of becoming. It's a matter of revealing. Right. So it, all of us have something handwritten on our souls that only we can give to the world. However, a lot of us get in our own way because we're trying to uh, be copies of someone else. Yeah. And I think that those who have really shaken up the world and created their own uh, lane didn't necessarily mimic. They modeled because there's, there's power in modeling. But I think of a lot of people are mimicking and they want a exact manual on how things are going to unfold. And really, you know, to me, that's the number one thing is a willingness to be like, all right, I'm going to be out here on the skinny branches and I'm potentially going to get some of the best fruit or I'm going to fall and break my neck. And if I break my neck, I won't view that. And this is where this part B comes. A lot of people get in the game. They get their face dirty. They hurt themselves. They lose some money. And then they do the opposite of what children do. Children will try something 958, <laughs> 4 million and 22 times because they are committed. Entrepreneurs or new entrepreneurs, fake entrepreneurs will try something, get dirty and then go, well, it's not meant for me. Maybe I'm supposed to just have a desk job. Maybe I'm not one of those people. So the part B is the, the consistency, the willingness and the commitment to stay in the game is what actually creates the space. Like both Alexi and I, both of our journeys, I owned a surf school. I was freaking standing in front of Abercrombie with my shirt off. I've done all kinds of stuff in order to be where I am sitting right now. Yeah. And all of that wasn't just side things. All of it is connected. The, the person that I stepped into standing in front of Abercrombie with my shirt off, they actually fired me because I was too playful. They wanted me to be like smoldery and like sexy. And I was like <laughs> high-fiving everybody. And like but that aspect of myself, I still use today, right? The, the spiritual surf school that I created because I was broke as hell. I still use a lot of that coaching and teaching because I understand the mental aspect of someone believing they're not going to be able to surf. And then me just supporting them and breaking down that story and not believing the story in the first place. And all of this stuff, you know, and, and to anybody listening right now, wherever you are in your journey, it, it's very much meant to be that way. Stop trying to be somewhere else and get present to where you are and take the tools and the, um, the magic that that has to offer for right now and understand that, you know, life happens in seasons and cycles. And you may be in a season that feels like winter, but for sure, for sure, for sure, summer is coming. And so when you get present with winter, then you can get a snowboard, you can get a jacket, you can figure out a way to actually enjoy the winter as opposed to burrowing up and hating it. No, I, I love where you went with that. I mean, for one, 
I used to teach snowboarding. Yeah. When I was <laughs> when I was broke, and it was the best thing teaching people something fun and something that was very mm-hmm. difficult. And it's in the winter, and it's terrible, and people hated the winter, especially up here in Canada. <laughs> so that, that just brought me on a journey, and, and I was thinking about all these, you know, what some people say side gigs and these these weird off jobs yes. that they did. But it, it created who I am today, and and uh, thank you for sharing that journey, and, and it's it's an important one. Uh, one thing I just want to get to. I mean, this is a mating conversation. I, I'm almost going to go forever, but I mean, just, to just, just for the respect of time. Um, I want to get both of yours insights in what you think are the biggest challenges that are facing either emerging business leaders or the business leaders today. Hmm. Hmm. It's a great question. Uh, greatest challenges. I would say it's self doubt. Like mm-hmm. all the, the startups that I consult and all the entrepreneurs that I, I speak with and work with, it's self-doubt. It's not believing that they can. It's not believing that their message and their mission and their product means something in today's marketplace. Um, yeah, it's, it's this deep questioning of, am I worthy enough mm-hmm. to be a part of this game? And I think, you know, there's various solutions to that issue. But it's all a personal journey, right? And this is where, you know, Preston and I teach and like foundational work is personal development work because you can have the best business mind, but if you don't have the wherewithal to believe in yourself, mm-hmm. you're just a brilliant person sitting in your garage with a great idea, right? So I think it's really important that we as entrepreneurs and we as people with a passion on our heart do the necessary work on the self Mm. in order to get the self-belief strong enough to say, you know what? It's my mom calling. (laughs) (laughs) Hi mom. (laughs) To say, you know what? Like, yes, it's going to be hard. Yes. There's going to be obstacles. Yes. I'm not going to know 10 feet in front of me, but I'm worthy to be on this journey and I matter and I belong here. No, that's amazing. What what are you thinking is the biggest challenges person? Um, I would say, I mean, I completely agree with my wife. Uh, I, you so you're know, a good man. Yes, exactly. He, he's um, learned well. <laughs> I, I'll just add. <laughs> I think, um, I think one of the biggest things ch- uh, facing entrepreneurs and business leaders is they make it too much about them. I think that when we understand that the gifts and talents and the abilities that we've been given by whatever you want to call it, God, Jesus, Buddha, Krishna, uh, source, intelligence, whatever that is that gave us those talents, those abilities, those aren't ours to keep. Those are ours to dispense to the world. And I think that a lot of people spend too much time thinking about themselves. Those who have really moved mountains have been focused on how do I support humanity? How do I take the thing that is most passionate and lights me up and create such a powerful lane that they stop looking over there at that bullshit and they start looking over here? How do I do that? You know, there's been so many times where even in the B2B side of things, I look at it and I'm like... They're, they're taking these people's money and teaching them stupid stuff. Yeah. Right. And, and then I have to look back at it and go, okay, P. So you could either sit here and complain and sit on the sidelines and talk about somebody else's, you know, business, or you could get so busy. You could get so fired up. You can get so committed to what speaks to you that that won't even matter. You, 
cream rises to the steam rises to the top, right? And so, you know, it's a reminder that success, and this is like the part B to it, success, success is uh, sequential, not simultaneous. And I think a lot of people think that you can just be this overnight success. However, it, there are necessary steps involved. One of those steps is figuring out your why and then not making it about you. One of the most important steps is what Alexi said, which is believing that you freaking can. The moment you have that belief or it's even slightly in your vortex, then you get busy and the way to even beat that mindset is to go, it's not about me. I don't even care if I believe I can. I have to. Why? Because people and children and, and um, mothers and daughters are suffering. People don't have clean water. I better figure that out, right? That This type of mentality is a game changer. But in, most people don't have it. No, that's amazing. I mean, that's, that's almost a mic drop. I, uh, <laughs> that's crazy, man. Thank you for sharing that, both of you. It's, I mean, this, this episode is going to be really epic and I'm, I'm really excited to share it. But before, before I end off with, the, with a couple of things, um, I'd love to just get your insight because I'm just, just collecting and sharing a list of books that my guests are either reading or very one that you could, re- Ideally, I want to know what you're reading right now <laughs> and, and maybe one that you, you, it's like the one you recommend to someone who you really want to help. Mm. <laughs> um, I think in terms of leadership, 15 commitments of conscious leadership yeah. is really good. Yep. The big leap is phenomenal as well. Um, I think those are both like pillars in our yeah. leadership. Yep. Um, and a book that really kind of opened up my world on money is spiritual economics. Great book, yeah. Nice. Uh, that that has not been said on this podcast yet. So that's a great. It's that, kind of like an, it's an oldie, but you can find the. I like the audio book, mm-hmm. so you can find the audio for sure. Yeah, for sure. Have anything to add there, Preston, or or it's, or it's what my wife said. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, I I recommend. Um, I mean, almost every day conversations with God. Yeah. The book is so uh, good. All the whole series, but book one I've read. From, 150 times easily. Um, there's a new book that I'm reading and it's called The Great Work of Your Life. That has went up to my number two favorite book. Wow. Uh, in the world. Um, so those two. And then I would say 10X by Grant Cardone just oh, gets me so, so fired up. Like I, we really, like I'll admit I hated that dude at first. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> he then, like rubbed me all the wrong ways. And then we saw him speak yep. at Thrive, the, the conference that we spoke at. And like, I couldn't hate him. Yep. I was like, this it's dude, impossible. this dude is in such ownership of who he is. Yep. I got, I had so much respect for him. Then I like read his work and man, yeah. so good. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that. Is there anything else that you'd love to share with the listeners, any special projects, initiatives? I know you guys got a number of things that you're working for or leveling up, but anything you're, you're like you're super excited about, maybe you're losing sleep about now. <laughs> <laughs> losing, I mean, we're losing sleep because we have a six-month-old. Yeah, <laughs> that is exciting. <laughs> but that's very exciting and something we lose sleep over. Um, but I would say the thing that's super passionate for me is my nonprofit work with my nonprofit Epic. It stands for Everyday People Initiating Change and. We didn't get to go the last couple of years to Tanzania, Africa, because I was pregnant and now, you know, we've got a six month old, but I have been going since 2005 every year and providing people with clean water and sustainable solutions for community development. 
schools, leadership training for the youth, getting the youth trained in how they can give back to their communities and become stewards. So that I'm like, I want to do more of that here in the States as well. Um, all over the world, P and I want to take that work and take the work that we do together and bring it to as many youth as we can uh, to really light up our future in that way. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, I have a, I have a free Facebook group that, uh, called the pack and it is real men, real talk and it's uh, a brotherhood. And my mission is to make it the biggest, um, in Facebook history. So, uh, in the next six to eight months, I'm going to look to get it in the 40,000 range. Um, and, so, and the reason why I think this is just so important and it keeps me fired up is because men, um, typically will report that they don't have even a single friend, not one person they can actually call on if, you know, things really got out of hand. They have friends that they play sports with sometimes. They have friends that they play video games with but never met. They have friends at work, but they're not real friends. And so this, the, the, the knowing that I'm in the process of creating one of the biggest men's groups that has ever existed and creating space for those men to meet up with each other and do work with each other and laugh with each other and cry with each other. For me, that is, uh, legacy work. Wicked. Yeah. Def- I'll definitely share all those links that on our, on the podcast episode page. I'm going to join the Facebook group for sure. See if I could definitely help out and provide some insight as well. But before we end, any final thoughts, observations? Ideally, what we're looking for is some actual recommendations you could give to the listeners today. Mm. Uh, my biggest recommendation is start, start, start. Stop waiting. Stop waiting for permission. Stop waiting to feel good enough. Stop waiting for the right time and just get in the game and go and take those results as feedback, not failure. Boom. Um, I second that and I'll add find three businesses, three humans, whatever you want to do, whatever you, whatever you're seeking that you look up to and find a way to connect the dots on what has worked for them and model don't mimic. Find out what's working because success leaves clues and it is sequential, not simultaneous, and then model that, but your own version of it. That to me is the sort of the, the, the lock and key to this whole thing. Awesome. If you guys could just share where we could get more information about you, mm. the programs, the events, or anything that you'd like to share to the, to the world and how could we find you? Yeah, uh, you can just find me at Alexi Panos all over Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and alexipanos.com. Same, at Preston Smiles, prestonsmiles.com. You guys are awesome. Thank you for joining me on the Business Leadership Podcast. Boom. That's it, biz leaders. Thank you for joining me on the Business Leadership Podcast. That was episode number 75 with Alexi Panos and Preston Smiles. If you want to learn more about Alexi, Preston, or anything else we discussed, please go to thebusinessleadership.com slash 075. This episode is powered by Startup Canada, a national social enterprise supporting and giving a voice to entrepreneurs through online programs, national awards, flagship events, partnerships with private sector and government to foster a community for startup and small business success across the country. The Business Leadership Podcast is a friend of the ITWC Podcast Network 
and supported by our media partner, IT World Canada. And if you have not done so yet, please subscribe to the podcast on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, or quite frankly, wherever you are listening today. Thank you again. Edwin signing off. Thank you for listening to the Business Leadership Podcast at thebusinessleadership.com. Thank you.